When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. Fears of inflation are looming again. So how can investors protect themselves? Millions of savers are coming off fixed rate deals this year. But are there any good new products out there? And if you're looking for a ski chalet, we discuss the best places to buy. All this to come in this week's FT Money Show. I'm Alice Ross, and I'll be giving you the lowdown on all of these money matters in downloadable form with my colleagues from FT Money, Lucy Warwick-Ching. Hello. Tanya Paley. Hi. Ellen Kelleher. Hello. And our special studio guest, Adrian Lowcock, Senior Investment Advisor at Best Invest. Hello. So let's start with the money news. This week, the Bank of England warned that inflation could be higher than it had expected amid rising commodity prices and an improved outlook for growth. And last week, the US Federal Reserve embarked on a second round of quantitative easing, which also raised fears that inflation could be on the horizon. Wealth managers are now advising private clients to make sure that their portfolios are protected against any looming inflation in the future. So, Ellen, uh, is this all a bad thing for investors? And is inflation always a bad thing for portfolios? Uh, Generally, it's not terrific. um, But there are some methods you can take to sort of ease the pain a bit. um, And I'm sure Adrian will have a view on this as well. But uh, you see a lot of heavy uh, buying of hard commodities now, especially precious metals. um, And they're seen as a great way to sort of hedge your portfolio against inflation. because there's been a return from uh, to real assets on the part of investors. They're just really kind of moving into hard kind of tangible assets instead of um, because equities look so uh, volatile at the moment in currencies as well. Uh, and then there are some other places. Well, property is in favor again, uh, and currencies linked to rising commodity prices like the Aussie dollar and the Canadian dollar are sound bets. Uh, but Adrian, do you have a view on inflation? I think the the key thing with inflation that we look at is, I mean, in the US, you've actually had quantitative easing to, because of a concern of a weakening economy and possibly deflation there. Whereas in the UK, the data has actually meant that uh, we'll put off quantitative easing in this country for at least a short term. Um, and that's caused uh, sterling to rise. Uh, and guilt, guilt to, to fall, so the yields go up. Um, so it's actually different reasons of, as to why we have a, uh, fears of inflation in the US. It's long term because of quantity. In the UK, we're currently experiencing inflation, and commodity prices will push up uh, prices in the UK. But with sterling falling, um, that actually will 
sort of counteract that over the term. So our view is I think inflation will probably remain perhaps above target, but it won't, we won't have sort of rampant inflation. So you need to protect it to some extent through equity exposure will actually do so because you can get dividends rising, a growing yield will be very good for that. And then other assets like commodities, gold, that sort of thing will actually protect against inflation. I mean, is there some sense that this is could be a two-way street? I, I mean, I think that's what a lot of advisors were telling me this week, that, you know, equally deflation might be um, also pose concern as well um, uh, if QE isn't as effective as they think it will be. Uh, so what would you do in, in case of deflation, Adrian? I think this is the situation we've got at the moment is that um, – People don't really know whether we're in a deflation or inflation environment. You can there's a big, big gap between it. So you actually have to protect against all things. Uh, in a deflationary environment, you probably want in um, the government bonds and that sort of thing to at least get a real return and and get some sort of protection from from uh, and, and volatile markets. Uh, but I, I think the key is if investors need to diversify, have something that protect against inflation, have have some real assets and have some equity exposure for full growth. Um, but I think the likelihood of deflation is probably a bit remote at the moment. It looks like the inflationary side is sort of winning out a little bit, but still probably be quite mild. Just finally, Adrian, what's the mood among your um, clients this week, do you, would you say that they're more concerned about inflation? Um, I think I think not in the short term. I think if we'd had extra rounds of quantitative easing, then I think that would have actually increased. Uh, I think that would have really put people onto sort of medium term to long term concerns of inflation. So actually, the data today suggests, or this week suggests, that you know th- that having been put off is probably quite a good thing because it means that we're not going to overshoot and therefore have sort of out of control inflation which is the big concern okay thanks for that adrian and ellen and for more on inflation and how to protect your savings and investments look out for ellen's article in this weekend's ft money with the weekend ft and online at ft.com forward slash money still to come on the show where is the best place to buy a ski chalet first though savings accounts Millions of savers are coming off high fixed-rate savings deals this year, but the range of options out there if they want to continue saving is not great. Banks and building societies have been cutting the rate of interest paid to savers in fixed-rate bonds over the past year, even though the Bank of England base rate has stayed constant. The 5 million savers with fixed-rate bonds maturing this year will see a dramatic cut in the interest they receive on their accounts as a result. So, Lucy, why is it that savings deals have been getting worse just in the past year? Well, if you look at the figures, the base rate stayed the same, but banks and building societies have cut their rates. Analysts that I've been speaking to this week have said that it's because um, banks and building societies are actually focusing more on mortgage customers. So they're kind of trying to give them the good deals to bring in more money. Um, But the big issue for savers is that people that in the past have been on very good rates getting kind of 7% Um, rates of interest and now finding that their deal is coming to an end and they're looking around for the next best deal and some of the rates are you know their interest is going to be halved or you know less than that. What kind of rates are we looking at then if you were if you were on a kind of a seven percent deal what are you looking at today? So for example two years ago if you'd taken out a two-year fixed rate bond um, you could have got seven percent from Anglo-Irish Bank. Um, but today, if you're trying to get a two-year bond, it's likely to be paying just kind of 3.65% from the post office. So that's quite a big drop in interest. But say if you just wanted to fix for one year, um, you could now kind of get 3.3% from Skipton. So actually, there's not that much difference between, um, you know, just fixing for a year and fixing for slightly longer. So in some ways that people are saying that it'd be better 
if you do want to get a fixed rate, then maybe just take it out for one year and then by the end of that year, rates may have come up so you could actually get a better rate. But Adrian, what do you think? Do you think people should be fixing in now or do you think they should be looking at other options? I think the, the key thing for investors is is if you're going to fix cash, um, you know, bear in mind that if you do it for anything, probably more than two or three years, um, the outlook for inflation still looks very uncertain. Um, so going beyond that, it, you, you might end up having a product that actually doesn't give you a real rate of return because inflation actually goes above sort of 4% and therefore your, your, the money you're earning is le- losing money in real terms. So I won't go for anything more than about two or three years. Uh, th- there are alternative assets and alternative products out there and equities are yielding quite good. Um, uh, corporate bonds. Corporate bonds, that in the high yield area, there's looking quite attractive and you'll get a, an above cash rate of return. Um, the other thing with these investments is whilst your capital can be at risk, you can sell out quite easily, whereas a lot of the fixed cash bonds, mm. you, you, you're tied in for the two-year, three-year period. Um, but there are other assets offshore, overseas, equity income is, is, is being looking very attractive at the moment, and you're going to get exposure to a growing economy and a growing dividend yield as well, which could be very attractive. So the, the key is to diversify your income streams. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do decide that you want to get a fixed rate savings deal, um, what's the advice? Because I think some of these deals can fly off the shelf quite quickly, can't they? Well, that's it. Yeah, people are saying that if you see it, just get it straight away. Because um, otherwise, if you if you leave it a couple of days, then yeah, you could end up getting a much lower rate. So if you once you've decided what you want to do, what you want to put your money into, look for the best rate and then kind of get it straight away. So move fast. Thanks for that, um, Lucy and Adrian. And for full details of what you can do about getting a good savings rate, read Lucy's article in the FT Money section this weekend and on our website ft.com forward slash money. Finally today, ski chalets. With global warming throwing the future of ski resorts into doubt, some may question whether it's a good idea to buy a ski chalet at all. But property investors have returned to the ski chalet market this year as confidence in the economy has returned. Agents have reported an increase in the number of sales of ski chalets this year. However, investors shunning the emerging markets of popular pre-credit crunch destinations such as Bulgaria and Russia are instead returning to traditional ski markets such as the French and Swiss Alps. So Tanya, what is the current hotspot for ski chalets? I think from what I've been speaking to with agents this week, um, they've been saying that um, Switzerland is particularly um, popular. Um, This is mainly because people are looking now for much more of a solid longer term investment rather than, say, um, pre-credit crunch, where we were seeing lots of investors power into places like like, I think there's a resort called Bansko in Bulgaria. It was very popular. And um, people were going there because they were very low prices and they were seeing this huge kind of capital gain emerging. But subsequently, part of the boom and bust, we saw um, prices drop like you know, plummeted basically. And um, a lot of people haven't actually been able to um, sell their properties because there's been this kind of plethora of ski chalets come onto the market. Um, so investors now are actually looking for places where um, they kind of see it as a solid investment, but also, they you know, they're going to get the kind of guarantee um, rental return and also places where they know are going to be popular. Um, so we're seeing places like um, Verbier, which is obviously very well known in Switzerland as a ski resort. Um, it's obviously very, um, quite expensive to buy into and they've actually... Um, foreign buyers can't buy into the market anymore. There was this uh, new rule that came in quite recently. But you can buy in if you buy in from a um, current foreign owner. So this, um, so an owner would have to sell it who hadn't, who'd bought it prior to this um, new rule coming in. So there's obviously limited properties that do come onto the market, but when they do come on the market, they're very popular. Um, so that's obviously one area to look at. Um, another factor um, 
agents were saying is that you kind of need to factor in, obviously, as you mentioned, um, the global warming um, aspect. I mean, uh, a lot of people are looking towards, well, a lot of people say that, you know, places like in North America and Canada, they tend to have um, a lot more higher ski resorts. Um, so you're kind of guaranteed much more snow, I'd say. Um, but a lot of people are saying to me, actually, you still need to factor in the fact that the costs going over there and stuff. And also the cost of, um, I mean, the dollar has obviously gone up. So you need to kind of factor in how much it would cost to buy a property over there. And also it's worth noting that places in Switzerland and in, Fr- in Fr- French Alps, um, you still still do get quite high resorts. So you can get resorts up to sort of 3,900 metres. Um, so there are high lying resorts in French and Swiss Alps. So, you know, don't turn your back on those areas. Yeah, I think the snow was quite good last year as well. I think better than expected in some of the yeah. lower resorts as well. I exactly. That. And yeah. a lot of agents said to me, actually, they don't seem to have many investors um, asking them about, you know, um, should I go for a high lying resort that much? Because they said it, it was a question that was typical in 2007 when we had that really bad ski season, 2006, 2007. Seven, so a lot of like talk was you know okay we need to go for higher high line resorts but as long as you go for a resort that's probably over 1800 meters um you're pretty much guaranteed like a good snow and also if you want to go for maybe a traditional i mean switzerland has always lovely kind of um traditional villages that um, tend to be a bit lower lying but as long as they've got kind of access to the kind of higher line resorts i mean that's that's fairly you know fairly good so demand for skiing in Switzerland is high. Have the prices of chalets fallen at all because of the credit crunch? Or yeah, are you actually, still? Um, they've they've risen um, over over the last year or so. Um, I think people are saying that they've started to stagnate slightly um, this year. Um, so it might be a kind of good um, buying opportunity. Um, chalets in in France do kind of provide a bit more opportunity in the sense that they've actually seen price falls. Um, during the credit crunch so agents are saying that actually you could if you buy now you could probably get um a kind of bigger place than what you would have got maybe two years ago three years ago um so it's worth kind of exploring those those opportunities too and are most people buying these chalets for uh, investment purposes to rent them out or are they just buying them as a kind of long-term investment but they intend to use them themselves for skiing? I, think, I think most people look to rent them out as well because obviously um Oh, it depends how often you want to go skiing, but they're the, I mean, ski shares are kind of that perfect rentable product, really. Um, the, in France, they have these popular leaseback schemes, um, so you kind of get a guaranteed rent. I mean, it typically tends to be about 3 to 4%, and um, agents were saying that's a similar thing in um, Switzerland. You'd get a rental returns about 3 to 4% a year. So it's not high, um, but... It's, people tend to see ski shares as much more of a lifestyle investment. It's not something that they kind of want like these huge gains on, but something that they want to enjoy as well, see hopefully some capital gain and rent return. Sounds perfect. Thanks for that, um, Tanya. And if you'd like to know more about where to buy your chalet, look out for Tanya's article in FT Money this weekend. But that's all for this week's FT Money show. Remember, you can get weekday news updates on our website, ft.com forward slash money. And you can read and comment on our latest blog posts at ft.com forward slash money matters. We'll be back next week with another financial lowdown in downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Lucy, Tanya, Ellen and our special guest, Adrian Locott from Best Invest. Goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 